0: Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30 you get 30 you get 20 20 20 you get 20 20 you get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present, and those emerging.
1: I think everyone is on their own journey. We always have these expectations that everyone's going to come out at 14 and it'd be great, and it's similar with athletes. Definitely I'd suggest find your champions. Do it when it's right for you, not when it's right for everybody else, because it, it is a risk ultimately, but it is who you are and there's nothing you can do about it. So find your champions, do it when it's right for you.
0: That's Simon Dunn, who must be one of those athletes who can turn his hand to any sport successfully. Because he was playing professional rugby union in Canada when a bloke said, I reckon you'd be good at bobsledding, which he'd never done before because he's from Wollongong. And the next thing he knows, he's at the Winter Olympics in Pyongyang. He's just one of those people. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Simon Dunn is also the first openly gay person to represent their country in bobsled, in the whole world. I mean, can you even believe? I probably can, actually. It seems like a pretty intense Venn diagram when you think about it. But that fact does seem to have captured a lot of people's attention, which has always got pros and cons. I wonder how Simon copes with it.
1: I played rugby league from the age of four, uh, growing up in the south coast of Sydney, so in Mullungong there is no other sport there, so it's, it's seen as hyper-masculine. It's what all the boys do. And at 16, when I was starting to struggle with my sexuality, I ended up leaving the sport and, and basically just moved to Sydney and discovered nightclubs, spent too many. Rather than spending my Saturday on a rugby field, I'd, I'd spend it rolling out of a club, too many vodkas under my belt. Uh, but I, and During that stage, it's, I was very lost. I still hadn't really found my place within the, the, my community. And it wasn't until I got back into playing rugby at the age of, I think, 20, 24 that I kind of became, felt whole as a gay man. I, I found like-minded members of my community who were exactly the same as me. A lot of us shared similar stories where we were kicked out of our sporting teams or we weren't made to feel welcome. And then we all just moved to Sydney, with the, the golden lights of Sydney and expecting it all to get better. And it doesn't until we actually find our place. And then from, from there I ended up going to Canada to play rugby. I played two games there and was, re, was recruited for the Australian bobsleigh team. And the rest is history. I managed to represent Australia for two and a half seasons. And it was a great, it was a great journey. I was a brakeman in bobsleigh and the premise of a brakeman is just to get the sled, which is generally about 200 kilos, moving as fast as possible over the first 50 metres. So to do that you need to run into it and push it really fast. It just, it's, it's a lot more complicated than that, but just a, that's a sim, simple version of what it is. And that so you kind of, you can transition from rugby to bobsleigh because I'd spent my entire life running into people and trying to run over the top of them. I just transferred that into trying to run over the top of a sled. Um, and that's why I started training and I thought I don't need to catch a ball I don't need to pass a ball. I just need to do my favourite part of rugby, and that's running into things. It's one of those things that's it's exciting to start off with, but then it becomes a job. Um, everyone have run run a bobsled and they're like, oh, this is great, you get to do it every day. And then you remind them that it's minus 30. It takes an hour to set up the sled, you've got to pull it apart and we crash. So it's, for me, the reason I enjoyed it was the opportunity to represent Australia. Um, and also represent, I was first openly gay man to represent their country in the sport, so I prefer to play rugby because I'm not just hurting myself, I'm hurting other people, but bobsleigh is a it's an enjoyable sport and I get to represent my country. So as a teenager it was it was very difficult for me because I think homophobia is so entwined within the sporting environment that it's seen as normal. Whenever a player is weaker on the other team or whenever you do something they're like that'd be a poof or they, they call the opposition a, f- a faggot. Um, so as a 16 year old and even younger for me, you hear that and it starts to, it chips away at you and if, the wall you put up is slowly getting chipped away and you, you kind of get to the point where you don't want to be a part of that those circles. and. So that's why i ended up quitting and as an adult being much more mature i realized you need to find your champions in sport as a gay man there's always going to be someone out there who inherently dislikes me based upon my sexuality so what you, what you need to do is you need to find champions of your cause people who stand up for you people who have your back and they and hang around them use them to keep you prop you up when when you're kind of getting down and That's what I've had to do in my adult life, and that's what I did in bobsleigh. Homophobia is so entwined within sport. Most federations are generally run by old dudes who played it in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, So we still have a long way to go. Um, We have amazing allies like David Pocock, for example, um, who himself has Called out homophobia on a sporting field, um, spoke up for marriage equality, and it's so easy for me to go out and wave a rainbow flag and be like, "Give me my rights, love me," but, but as a gay man, because this is this is my life. But when when an ally like David Pocock, for example, comes out to also speak up for Watch Ride, I think that does amazing things for not just at professional levels but also grassroots levels. Because there's a teenager like me who I guarantee struggling with their sexuality and also involved in rugby and seeing him speak up for people like people like us I think will will save lives there's a gentleman who also plays rugby who 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 shall remain nameless whose homophobic comments in the past has done the exact opposite and that shows how far we still need to go
0: for more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home Things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone. Cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas. Go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the ACAST Creator Network.